It's five o'clock mountain time, and today's topic, Tom and Shane, no business in politics. There's no legitimate reason to pay off the national debt. That's our topic of the day, Shane. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no reason to pay that damn thing off. I don't know why people insist that we got to pay it off. I don't know what's wrong with them. Well, the, the, the difficulty that you have with all this, as we've discussed for, over the years, mm -hmm. is the equity markets and, mm -hmm. and uh, the two greatest uh, trading issues globally are sovereign debt, national debt of countries. And then secondly, of course, is oil or uh, other similar mm -hmm. commodities, food and so forth. Uh, the importance of national debt is tied into trade and uh, it allows the United States to basically control trade around the world. But the reason they really do control it is because their amount of consumption, you know, they consume 25% of what's produced in the world. But you need to have U.S. debt or have borrowed U.S. debt to effectively purchase and trade with the U.S. So it, it's a banking deal. Well, to some extent, that's that's certainly true. Uh, the U.S. actually became debt-free for the first and only time, uh, 1835 until 1837, two years, Shane. And it's the only time a major company, uh, country rather, uh, has been without debt. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, the global economy, trading, um, in infrastructure, industry, it's all changed in 150 years. So can't make that comparison. There, there was little need for debt back then other than to fight a war. I mean, that was purpose yeah. of, you know, that was the original purpose of debt. Well, we did, a, we did the debt for uh, the uh, Civil War, for the Revolutionary right. War. Uh, we borrowed money uh, for, for all of those things. So. That's correct. That's all correct. right. Well, in our last uh, podcast, we talked about how much the government was spending, and uh, they take in... Uh, uh, $15,998 per person, and they spend $19,000. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> in spite of that, the Federal Reserve uh, increased 14.3% uh, in 2022 after collecting even more taxes. So why spend more, Shane? Uh, you know, they, they spent 28% more than they collected, and that gave us a... Uh, uh, gave us a 1.4 trillion deficit. What's are these people nuts or what? Well, of course they're nuts. <laughs> they're unhinged. Um, they they're not listening to uh, what the market is saying. Yeah. I mean, since of course last October, November, mm -hmm. and no one's listening to what the Federal Reserve Chairman's saying. What talked yeah. about last April and May, and you combine that with the political need to protect yourself because. You know you're going to lose the house in in the election, so you ran through an omnibus bill with the support of Republicans, incredibly in the Senate, yeah. to to carry everybody over, uh, not knowing how the election may turn out. But now now you're there, and and uh, uh, you, you know you have the ongoing issues that they have with your debt, like uh, um, you know increasing the limit as to what you can borrow and. And of course, mm -hmm. uh, uh, the budget. Everybody's all curious about a supposed budget from from your administration. Well, there's two ways we can handle debt, Shane. As you know, we can either pay back the principal and never pay another dime in interest, or we can pay interest forever and never pay back a dime of the principal. So, those are kind of the two 
two things that are normally used. The first method is uh, a going out of business sale. <laughs> you eliminate <laughs> the debt principle. You get rid of all your assets. Uh, you take care of all, get rid of all the entitlement programs and put everything toward debt and you're fine. Uh, but you, you don't have any programs for anybody. The well, second, well, hang on, I'm the sorry. second method. Yeah, the second method, uh, perpetual interest only, is uh, typically employed in growth strategies. You acquire cash, either by borrowing it or equity. Uh, you invest it to grow. Then you pay the interest to the creditors out of the future income stream. And that seems like the more positive way to do it. And that's the way we've been doing it since uh, the beginning of the country. That's true. But there there. There are two other ways that you, you know, can reduce your your deficit, and that's uh, into increase taxes if if you use that uh, money to pay the principal. But of course, they don't do that. Yeah. And of course, then the other side of it is the economic side of it, and that's inflation. Uh, you know, if if you have two yeah. ten two percent inflation a year, you know, over over twenty years, that's twenty percent. Mm. You know. Uh, so, you know, over 30 years, 2% times 30 years, you know, you, you, you've reduced or eroded the, the, the value of the debt mm -hmm. um, in, in economic terms, but you haven't eliminated it. So yeah. the only other choice that you have is to limit spending. So the easiest and quickest way would be to just have a cross the board cut by mm -hmm. the executive, the president, to every department, 5%. And in three years, you'd have a balanced budget. In four years, you'd start be pay, you'd start be paying back as much as five percent of the debt annually, be, just because of that. Um, another way of dealing with it is, uh, uh, you know, regulations or just uh, getting rid of a, you know, uh, America's you know funny follies or departments that have been around that aren't, aren't needed, like mm -hmm. the 1935 Natural <laughs> Re Resource Corporation Service, which was set up. To, to help farmers minimize soil erosion because you know that was one of the causes yeah. of the dust bowl well you know it, yeah. it, it, it worked so you know, you don't need a 12,000 <laughs> person agency today yeah two and a half thousand field offices and you you'd save three and a half billion dollars just you know mm -hmm. and i you know the rural electric electrification administration <laughs> also set up in 1935 by fdr um which was help was was meant to help bring electricity your rural america well guess what done but you know it, it's still around today 1.8 billion dollars yeah the the u.s geological survey i love this because I, I love geology but it was established in here you go 1879 to catalog the geological and mineral resources over the united states mission accomplished well there's another 3.4 billion dollars you could I mean, I could go through this. I found a list yeah. just to en entertain everyone. Yeah, sure. But, yeah, but the, the, the bottom line is, is it, there's just multiple wastes um, in your government to the to the put probably in the range of five to ten billion. Okay, mm -hmm. hold on to your seat, everyone. Five to ten billion a day, a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's bastard. That's where we are. John has a question. Uh, what percent is the sweet spot of debt, Shane, a superhero for this country? Yes, he is. Shane is half man, <laughs> half amazing. <laughs> so where's the well, sweet 
where's this oh, right, right now we're paying uh 480 million uh on, of interest on the debt 480 billion roughly uh that's uh what 7.5 percent so is um how high can we go as a percentage uh do you think to uh before debt becomes an issue well we we've gone through this i mean here's yeah, a couple no, of ideas real quick Sure. Um, right now, your Federal Reserve, uh, through uh, a process um, over the last 20 years, you know, has a balance sheet of, of 12 trillion of your debt. So, you know, th- th- he said last April, May, and he's been trying to tell everybody he needs to sell four trillion. So he, he's trying to get rid of that interest. The Fed rate it has nothing to do with uh, inflation or unemployment. It's about mm-hmm him having to lower the balance sheet because uh, it's exposed. But the other side of it, of course, is he also contributes annually over a trillion dollars of interest paid to the Federal Reserve back to the U.S. But it doesn't it doesn't go to the debt. It goes to the Treasury Department. Well, yeah. And and then, of course, the Treasury Department. Yeah, they they redistribute it. So the sweet spot would be legislation or executive orders directing these type of situations where the funds will go directly to reducing your debt. If, if you start reducing your debt, you, you, you create another issue too. And that of course makes the U S dollar stronger. Um, the U S dollar is strong because it has to be yeah. <laughs> because True. of trade, but it, it, yeah. on the basis of economics, you'd like it to be stronger because you know, you're paying off your debt and, and reducing it. The, the United States within five years could easily be uh, in, in a place where they re- probably reduced your national debt by half, literally 15 billion. But, you know, it's 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 that other sticky little thing. The unfunded, uh, you know, uh, U.S. liabilities, ninety five trillion dollars. Yeah, but that doesn't that's 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 a red herring. The unfunded liabilities. I mean that well yeah, it's it's next year, next week, next decade. Well yeah, I mean I've I've I'm gonna always have a phone bill, I'm always gonna have an electric bill. So Yeah, but you're not the government, you pay yours. Well, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I do. And 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 another thing is 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 that the way they use your debt, like they did during COVID, right? It it, it, all the Mm -hmm. Seven trillion they added in the last five years to your debt yeah. was virtual. There was no yeah. money printed by the Treasury Department, as we discussed. Yeah, it was all it was sent out of directly. thin air. Out of That's thin right. air. It was directed straight to states like yeah. yours, and yeah. you know, you you know, Montana's governor sitting on six hundred billion dollars from, from mm-hmm. COVID, yeah. and so he's going to reduce, uh, you know, uh, um, mm-hmm. tax on. Uh, property why not mm-hmm. i mean he, yeah. he, he's gonna use make mm-hmm. it dead. now another example is uh um social security uh you know it, it it's it's getting it generates cash but mm-hmm. the government constantly stealing from it and giving it debt you True. know they, they yeah so the government not your government not only owe, owes social security over six trillion it social security is holding six trillion because mm-hmm. when it was set up that was the only thing you could buy yeah. And of course, we've come up with a simple way of solving that problem, which would mm-hmm. balance uh, 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 Social mm-hmm. Security and increase benefits. Mm-hmm. Increase benefits. Yeah. Imagine, imagine that. You want to explain to them how, uh, for listeners who haven't listened to it? Well, in, in, back in 2008, yeah, sure. Back in 2008, nine, when you had your financial crisis mm-hmm. from the mortgage backed securities, 
uh, Bush set his treasury secretary down, you know, in New York uh, with the Federal Reserve chairman, you know, Bernanke at the time, and said, okay, this is the age of quantum easing. We learned this from the Japanese. Uh, the Fed's going to buy debt. So we'll agree to buy some of your mortgage-backed securities garbage because, yes, it may generate some interest, but it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a danger to your balance sheet. It's, but, a, loser. it's a loser. It's a loser. It's not an asset. Mm -hmm. So what we'll do is you're going to take this debt that, from the U.S. government, and uh, you'll have the opportunity to pay it back from the profits you'll generate. But what they didn't do when they did this deal, and as you know, billion, trillions they, or billions they gave to the banks, they didn't say, go out and lend this to people. So what the banks did is they took a market that had dropped, you know, to 9,600, mm -hmm. and they used the money to move the market back to where it is today. So yeah. it's not a real, it hasn't been a bull market for 20 years. It's just been the banks making a lot of money, trading yeah. stocks. So how do you solve the problem today? Well, you take uh, the uh, Social Security uh, uh, trust fund, trust fund that's managed by you know five people, um, three of them are cabinet uh, administrators, youth and helmets, youth and um, uh, health services, health and human services, yeah, yeah, and the Treasury Secretary and Labor Secretary, and then two people appointed by the president, which Biden's mm -hmm. never appointed. So three yeah. people are managing the money right now, the social security. He and doesn't know where the treasury is. That's right. So he calls in mm -hmm. the five best looking 50 years from now, public mm -hmm. companies. And he says, okay, I'm, I'm going to give each of you $500 billion. You, you do it with six. Um, I'm going to give you each $500 billion. You're going to, create uh, preferred shares like the banks did back with mm -hmm. the U.S. government in 0809. And you're going to pay us uh, an interest rate of 8%. And, and so it'll go directly to pay the debt mm -hmm. and they are to pay the Social Security and fund it. And so you look like all good guys and uh, we'll have the right, if you don't pay that interest, to convert any of the amount of the debt to on a 10 for one basis to stock and be able to sell it to get the money. There you go. So th th that's how you solve social security. Mm -hmm. So you take one, two, three trillion dollars and you get you know, people like Facebook and uh, you get people like- Elon you know, Musk and- El Elon Musk and- Warren you know, Buffett, Bill Gates. Bu yeah, all of them. And, yeah. and uh, you create this huge, I mean, Warren Buffett makes 400 million a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 1.6 billion dollars a month a month well okay like omaha's yeah, expensive you know yeah, that's right so you 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 can do simple things that have been done before and yeah. worked um like quantum easing quantum mm -hmm. easing you know the yeah. the uh, japanese created this after the crash in 87 when they went down the tubes yeah and uh it's worked well for them where you know, they buy the the debt from the uh, the uh, government every week, and then the Bank of Japan buys it from them virtually, and then they have the cash to go trade the market. So you know that, that that's that's what they've been been doing since eighty seven. Well, what what's the result? They're still the fourth largest economy in the world. Yeah, 
<laughs> there you go. Well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about three things, Shay. We got to talk about mandatory spending. Uh, the national debt hit thirty trillion last year. It's thirty one now. Seven and a half percent interest rate of four hundred eighty three point five billion. Uh, so Social Security uh, four hundred eighty one. Uh, Medicare six hundred eighty nine billion. Ten uh, percent of the budget. Um, Social Security, 3.7% of the budget. But those are those are what are called mandatory spending, which um, the government, I don't know, I don't find anything in the Constitution that says we have to pay those things. Uh, you <laughs> no, know, it, it, I mean, it's not there, and it's, it's nowhere else. You know, it's like uh, separation of church and state. It's not anywhere. You know, we just accept that that's, that's what it is. Exactly. But, but let's look at what happens in the future. So if uh, if things continue as they are, uh, to quote the Christmas Carol, if these shadows are not changed, uh, interest will uh, take over Social Security and Medicare uh, in uh, 2038 up until 2053. And the one thing you got to notice about this graph, Shane, is that it doesn't matter who's in office. Um, doesn't matter whether it's Republicans, Democrats or whatever. Doesn't doesn't no one cares uh so my theory is that rather than raising taxes or um cutting spending why not in increase business more businesses opening more people employed more people paying taxes more uh, companies paying uh, property taxes and corporate taxes and all of that why isn't that the way to do it we did it in world war ii in um we, we were 120 percent of gdp we didn't pay it off we increased it we outgrew it and why can't we do that again well that's true, but you know, World War II did two things. It, it, sa it saved democracy, right? I mean, it, well, yeah, clearly that. But I'm talking about from a money standpoint. I, I understand. It, and it, it also resulted in uh, the, the building of a brand new industry in mm -hmm. three major places, Japan, yeah. uh, England, and Europe. Mm -hmm. I mean, and yeah. you, your entire industrial complex, you know, tripled, tripled in size. During that period, because of the need of what you know, the war yeah, between the forties and the eighties, uh, there was massive growth, and a lot of that was a result of the twelve million men in that came home from sure. the United States alone, yeah. who all went off to college. You know, after, you know, forty in forty six, sure. you know, and and five years later, you know, you had all these engineers and mm -hmm. and, and accountants and lawyers and doctors and and uh, mathematicians and geologists archaeology i mean every yeah. natural science is since 18 or 1950 has mm -hmm. exploded because of what happened with the greatest mm -hmm. generation so now you come to today and you need yeah. simple issues mm -hmm. to get uh social security off the balance sheet of, of your of your mm -hmm. budget medicare off the balance sheet which we already spoke to because now they're going to generate yeah. They're going to generate interest um, on the mm -hmm. stock they have, the preferred stock. But more importantly, you're going to pick companies that are that are paying dividends. So, so it's right. a double banger. Mm -hmm. Not not now you're getting interest payments, uh, you know, sure, uh, yeah. on, on that stock, and you're you're getting 
paid by mm-hmm. the company as well as it grows. Sure. So why not? Right, that's the kind of move that your your government has to make. Now, yeah. uh, other governments have done this, and mm-hmm. and it's worked. Um, but your government just doesn't want to legislate it because every you know everybody's you can't go to the market. Well, look yeah. at Buffett did, but all Buffett did mm-hmm. to build Berkshire when he started was buy stocks that paid dividends. He, and he well-run would, companies, in well-run companies. And and if you're a well-run with, company, with a, with a you, but if you're a well-run company, you can pay a dividend. That's true. And, and if, if they stop paying the dividend, you'd sell the stock because yeah. it, it's an open it's an open uh, uh, door. Yeah. You let the horse mm-hmm. out the door because you're giving that getting that dividend, and and uh, mm-hmm. th- that's you know that's what's generating this mass amount of cash that he's generating. You know, every week is. 80% of it is dividend payments. Stock. <laughs> yeah. And it's only taxed at 15% too. That's, That's the true. other great thing. So That's true as a company. All right. Before we get to the company or the countries that own the debt, I've got to tell you we're here every Saturday or every Tuesday and Thursday, rather, 5 p.m. Don't forget to subscribe. Ring the notification bell. You'll be notified every time we're on, no matter what time zone you're in. Like us, leave a comment, and we would really appreciate that. So companies that own, uh, own us, uh, Shane. Japan, number one. That's right. You know, it's a it's a laughable thing. Yeah, um, it really we, is. We've gone over this. You know, your your foreign debt is held mm-hmm. uh, by over 140 countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be China was up until are ready for this October of what mm-hmm. 2019. They were yeah. at 1.3 uh, trillion dollars. They sold 400 billion, yeah. and they turned around, and took that money, and guess what they bought. They bought personal equipment for hospitals and people, masks, gloves, mm-hmm. and so forth. Yeah, there so you that's why the price of those exploded. So mm-hmm. they dropped to nine hundred billion. Now you've got mm-hmm. Japan again at uh, mm-hmm. over a trillion, one point one. But the total amount of your debt is only seven trillion held by others. Yeah, uh, the the rest. So you know the rest is the rest we owe to us you the rest is held all inside your country (laughs) i know know, by the the government like you know social security and medicare and all the states now we find ourselves and then you have corporations that own it around the world you know uh, they own a fair amount of it and uh, yeah (laughs) so yeah it's it's one of these nomers that uh, people lie about it's it's like all week long we've heard about the ukraine it's mm-hmm. a, a one-year anniversary. No, it's not. Yeah. It's 13 years, and you're going into the 14th year of the war. You know, it, it, it's all how it's discussed. It's how, well, how, we've how only been in it a year, so we're we're newbies to the you know to the to the table. Well, uh, yeah, right. Sure, <laughs> that 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 makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's talk about because when we talk about national debt, we also have to talk about personal debt, Shane. You know, mm-hmm. we have we have mortgages, we've got car payments, things like that, whatever. And uh, if we look at the United States in general, we look at the high tax states. Uh, there are only a few states that don't have a. Uh, uh, state income tax, Tennessee, Florida, Texas, Nevada, Wyoming, and uh, South Dakota are uh, are the ones that don't have, um, uh, you know, don't have uh, uh, a state income tax. Now, here's an interesting story, Shane. Um, there's a uh, there's a football player, uh, uh, Jordan po- uh, Poyer. Uh, this guy makes uh, in the tax bracket between five million and twenty-five million annually. He's paying 
$450,000 in taxes plus 10.3% over that amount, anything over 500 or 5 billion, 5 million in taxes. So he is looking for, hey, I want to go, I want to go play in one of these states where I don't have to pay out the ass for whatever. So his choices, Miami Dolphins, Jacksonville Jaguars, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tennessee Titans, Houston Texans, Dallas Cowboys, Seattle Seahawks, or the Las Vegas Raiders. So he can go to any of those, and that 400000 will go in his pocket and not go into the coffers of the state. Yeah, there's, there's a real interesting uh, um, financial unit, you know, uh, insurance. Um, um provides uh, to make this sort of uh, uh, uh you know possible mm -hmm. and it, it it's uh it, it's a it's basically been the basis of all your major sports that you know mm -hmm. that you have yeah. and um so it's it's a it, it it's it, it's basically the the bottom line to how do i get money out of the hands of the government <laughs> amen you, you know <laughs> And it's called an annuity. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if I'm going to hire a guy for $25 million a year, I give an, I buy an insurance annuity with 250 million because I'm a billionaire and that 250, I get 10%, you know, the insurance company will promise me anywhere from 15 to 20% return. So yeah. I pay him his 25 million and I make 25 million. That's true. That's and how, that's, how, that's how easy it is. That's how sports have been financed. In your for country for, for, for the last 40 years and it's yeah. unregulated and yeah. so it, it's it's a free space out there that nobody wants to talk about the insurance yeah. annuity you know uh, they're, from, they're, yeah go ahead i'm sorry from john again uh free trade agreements alongside china's cheap products uh best us due to the cost to manufacture here well yeah, why right. is it more expensive to manufacture it here we got unions we got osha we got wage an hour we've got overtime we've got all of these things that uh you know that uh, are uh, put in uh put in here that china doesn't have they don't have any of that that's right well you know J japan was the same thing they were a mm -hmm. manufacturer they didn't invent yeah. anything um and so from the 50s until the 80s <clears throat> you know they grew into the third largest economy in the world then china took over um you know after they changed uh, you know to capitalism mm -hmm. and uh, china is, is basically facing the same thing japan did where Japan fell off the cliff in 87. You know, their, their stock market went from 10,000, you know, in the early 60s to over 36,000 in 87. Now it's back to 16. It's yeah. never recovered. And uh, so it, it's one of these things about trade that becomes in, incomparable. Like, I, you know, I hear, we hear every day the bobbleheads on TV tell us warmongering, war, war oh, yeah. war, China war. And, and Russia are going to unite and they're going to take over the world. Let them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for seventy years you spent trillions of dollars, you know, saving the world. Let them spend the trillions of dollars. Yeah, let them spend the money. <laughs> they, if they want to put their people in other countries, let them. If I, yeah. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, the world language is English. Mm -hmm. You know, their their mm -hmm. people in other countries are sort of dope because yeah. now they got to learn two <laughs> two additional languages. You know, yeah. the the language they're in the, of mm -hmm. the country they're in in English, but yeah. that's another mm -hmm. story altogether. So yeah, this whole thing is uh, sort of mm -hmm. antiquated, and you know, you you have a country north of you called Canada, 
it's a commodities-based country, mm-hmm. you know, timber, minerals, oil. Yeah. Uh, yes, we do industrial, especially in the East. 60% of all car parts in mm-hmm. <laughs> in your manufacturing yeah. in the come East come from you. Come from <laughs> us at, at a discount right now, 30% yeah. or more. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Russia is a commodities uh, uh, you know, you know, a commodities-based economy. Yes, they have industry. Most of it's now being turned over to military manufacturing. Yeah. But you know, the, it's not a big. It's it, yes, it has a big population. You know, mm-hmm. there's over 125 million people in in Russia itself. Um, but the bottom line is that you know, China is racing to the cliff that Japan did as as a mm-hmm. trader. They, they don't create anything. They just manufacture it and try and sell it to everyone. Yeah, that's and uh, that's going to create this massive depression um, mm-hmm. that's coming fast to China. I mean, they're on they're past the point of uh, of a recession. So they're at the beginnings of a, a real depression, and people don't want to look at it that way. All these bobbleheads keep talking about you know trade with China. <laughs> well, no, no one really is. <laughs> You know, yeah. and I there's just so the people I, we hope will listen. Mm-hmm. The, the Baltic rate on mm-hmm. shipping is so important to get. You can get that on you know, Trading Economics, great site, Trading mm-hmm. Economics. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll it, you can see that the the bulk rate for a ship today is like around $600 a day. Now, this has been as high in the past as 15000 a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now it's down to 600 a day because what? There's no trade coming out of China. Everybody thinks there is. Yeah. And then, of course, everyone's moving out. Mm-hmm. They're going to better places with better educated people mm-hmm. like in mm-hmm. Vietnam and most of all, India. I mean, India is... India, 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 Vietnam and all those places. Yeah, yeah, India is... is, um, is it, no mm-hmm. one wants to talk about India, but it's... Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You know, they, they, they're... Uh, uh, you know, eighty percent of the people in 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 India are literate, not just in their own language, but in in English, and uh, and uh, about 15 percent in Chinese. Yeah, well, they also so, have a big they also have a big infrastructure problem. But before we get to, to that, uh, I've got to remind you the award winning Tom and Shane. We're on radio every Saturday. If you like what you're are. hearing here today then uh, check us out on radio. You can listen to us anywhere in the world, kmmsam.com. Click listen now. Nothing to join, no signups, no email, no payment of any kind. You don't have to leave any kind of information. And you can find our uh, past programs in the same spot. We'll have this one up a little later today. Uh, But all of our past shows, radio and uh, videos are at kmmsam.com. Just click on Tom and Shane's podcast. So. All right. right. Well, John, by the way, John, you're right. Uh, try and breathe any air in India. I've had the benefit and the opportunity in my lifetime to travel around the world. And, you know, culture shock is one of the most amazing. Um, the, the, you know, the in order was India, Japan, mm-hmm. Indonesia, and of course, Germany, um, all racist countries. But having said that, India was for exactly what you're talking about, breathing the air. Yeah. You step off a plate anywhere in India, and the first thing you smell is the, the scent of, of, of human being, all right? Like yeah. from body scent to uh, uh, Extra spice. Oh, yeah. my God, the spice curry everywhere. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. is, 
you can't walk anywhere in, in in any city in India and not be overspiced, <laughs> baby. I'm telling you. And uh, yeah, it's, Japan. Here's a good one for all of you. No, there's no Quran in Japan. You cannot hire, rent, or sell property, or rent property, or hire a Muslim in Japan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But nobody at the UN seems to care. Yeah. I mean, well, talk about racist. Well, I don't it, care it, about war uh, cr uh, crimes right. in, in the Ukraine. So yeah. what's, and, what's the uh, problem? Yeah, you know, in Indonesia is the the largest Muslim country in the world. Two over two, you know, two hundred nineteen mm -hmm. million people. Yeah, and oh my gosh, a million, a million. Yeah, I guess, uh, uh, yeah, that's true. But uh, everybody right. thinks that the you know the Muslims are in the Middle East. They aren't. They're in Southeast Asia. Yeah, and uh, you know there's Indonesia is the largest one, I think. And yes, Indonesia. There's over a yeah. billion. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, or excuse me, um, you know, the, the, there's about a billion. What what is a billion five Muslims now in the world, mm -hmm. and about nine hundred million um, are in Southeast Asia. But then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, listen, pagans have been around for thousands of years believing in gods. Um, <laughs> so there's 800 million, 800 million pagans in India, you know, yeah. that believe in 128 gods. So it's it's all out there. <laughs> there folks. Just, just go look. That's it for sure. All right. Uh, we're running out of time. That's going to wrap it up for us. Thanks, Shane, for all the information. Thanks for being here with me. As always, we'll be back again on Thursday at five o'clock Mountain Time. So mark that down on your uh, on your calendars. And hey, don't forget to subscribe. Ring the notification bell. You'll always be notified no matter what time zone you're in, when we're on. Like us, leave a comment because uh, we, well, we deserve it. So <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right. We'll see everybody on Thursday. Bye for now.